0: Everybody, welcome to Pale in Comparison, a proud member of the Doof Network. In this podcast, my sister uses her knowledge of the other verse to take a look at Pact, Wildbow's least chill work, and I try to not give away any spoilers. I'm Jenny, and Malia convinced me to read Worm. I'm Malia, and Jenny convinced me to read everything else. This episode we are covering Judgment, chapters 16.6 and 16.7. Before we get into that, however, I'd like to issue a spoiler warning. This podcast is filled with pale spoilers. If you don't know whether the Canteteers were created with the specific purpose of ruining Charles's life, and don't want us to tell you, stop now, repale, and come back to this podcast. As for Pact, there will be full spoilers to the chapters we are covering. Woo! Yay. I've got wine. <laughs> and I know that's not related to anything, but I'm <laughs> but excited. That's, that's a warning. Those are the vibes for this episode. <laughs> what? It's not a warning, okay? This is a, like, uh, you're welcome, bitches. <laughs> okay Mm -hmm. this is a wine and dine no there's no dining the wine and wine and wine podcast at least if we whine about things Uh, i don't know you never know you never know you never fucking know and look okay look at this wine bottle look how fancy this looks and it's got like a fucking cork and it's not even like a bubbly wine it's (laughs) i can't get the fucking top off which maybe that's like Maybe it's like sh- a child proof except like drunk proof. <laughs> but there you go. I got it off. It's like a glass thing. Yeah, link. It's a cool shape. It's cool. It's nice. And so I'm like I have to keep this bottle but what for? I don't know. But I, know. I can't throw shit like that away. I just can't. <laughs> I can't do it. So I'm gonna have this stupid empty wine bottle that I'm like I'm saving it <laughs> for something. And uh, I don't know. yeah it's probably just gonna be like until I realize like I really needed to just throw this away, but you never know. I might do a craft, I might fill it with colored sand, I might put you know like sparkling water in it or like mm. lemonade or I don't know yeah, that's something. Nice. yeah, I could do like some uh i don't know light peach colored liquid make it make people think I'm drinking rose all right anyway, look, I'm sorry that this is what you sign up for with this um <laughs> So, <laughs> all right. But um, speaking of wine, what goes better with wine than art? <laughs> and, uh, great segue. Uh, <laughs> our contest is going on. Now. Woo! <laughs> Woo! So, um, send everything in by September 8th, which I always feel like maybe we should give longer for these because if it was me trying to make shit, I would like need more time but on the other hand we got to keep things fresh got to keep things popping so right and someone did ask like if they had to start working on it specifically for this contest and like no i think if you have fan art that you have made and it fits the like inspired by wild bow work somewhat related to the theme requirements it's okay if you this picture a year or two ago like we just want to see some dope art or yes. music or something yes. artsy related hell if yeah. you make like a fucking charles cake that looks like carmine asshole then we want to see it I, w- I don't know if i'd want to taste it but we don't have to taste it for this cake art is a thing uh-huh. <laughs> look okay i don't know why you that's want a cake that looks like charles's asshole is that what you're saying? Cuz okay. that's not what I'm saying. Okay, now I'm saying Charles is the Carmine asshole. Okay. So mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess you could I guess you could do that. Um I just if you if okay, if anyone makes a cake or a drawing of Charles's asshole, please at least spoiler it or give some warning before, you know, just like give us a little bit of like let us mentally prepare. Um, no I wasn't thinking a literal asshole. Okay. But um <laughs> thank you for clarifying that. Uh cuz obviously I didn't phrase that well. But now I'm like what would the carmine asshole look no, like? No, <laughs> I don't no, no. No. But like would that be like if a goblin if if a goblin somehow became carmine and his name was like Butthole or it wouldn't be Butthole it'd be like Shithole or something, right? Like how disgusting of a carmine would that be? So you should see Malia's face I'm gonna right I'm going to have now. to go to therapy to get closure from this conversation, <laughs> which just so happens to be the theme of this fan art. <laughs> closure. Closure. Uh, which, you know, sphincters, you know? I hate this. <laughs> oh my gosh, wine is supposed to make you classy. What the fuck happened, Right it's like your face you don't look convinced but it's supposed to make you classier you're the one with the beer i'm the one with the wine can you imagine the fucking shit i'd be saying if i had a fucking beer although i do have a blackberry cider which also sounds wine is like more alcoholic than most yeah but like it's supposed to be okay if you think of, of if you think of a glass of wine or you think of a beer bottle which one just looks classier just to be honest and yeah, if you don't I mean, say wine, you're fucking lying. Sure, but but okay. Look, it's just like it's goblins wouldn't be fucking drinking wine. They'd be drinking uh, like moonshine made in a toilet. But <laughs> that's not the point. That <laughs> the is point. something they'd be excited about, yes. Yes. Um I don't remember what my point is with that statement, but um wine is classy. Toilet moonshine is definitely not classy. Beer is neutral. Okay. Are you just letting me dig myself into a hole? I don't know how to segue. (laughs) So, Ah, Okay, fine. Okay, I will just do the job (laughs) of the segue into the chapter summary. because. (sighs) All right. (laughs) Okay. The group heads into Johannes' domain. And it's super fucked. So that's that. Um, Then they're ambushed by some ogres. Everyone meets with Mag's acquaintances who are also kind of fucked up. But like just the normal amount of fucked up not like more fucked up mm-hmm. if that makes sense and they're pretty reluctant but rose convinces them to help with uh, with a big assist from green eyes and a machete mm-hmm. for that too uh <laughs> and <laughs> rose gives blake control Woo! uh whoa! what did you think of these chapters malia um yeah i mean i don't know we continue to ramp up it's exciting we're going through johannes's domain again we're by the bridge again um we're thinking a lot about Rose and Blake and vestiges and halves and, and what it all means. And Walbo's laying down a bunch of clues that I can't put together. And Blake's coming back and I'm real hype. So fucking hype, guys. Yep. I know. It's hard like, not to read on from that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, let's fucking record so I can see what the Blake, fuck is happening. I yeah. miss you. I miss you, Blake. <laughs> also how many of Rose's uh qualities and I'm trying to think of the right mannerisms will you have picked up like cuz she seems to have picked up some of yours. Um I guess we'll just have to wait till next week. <laughs> so excited. All right, so we'll start with this basically summarizes the whole entire fucking chapter. Um the group heads into Johannes's domain and it's super jacked. Super jacked up. Yep. Um I I don't know what I expected exactly, but I think I expected them to already be in the Domain, and so it was fun that they're, like, at that bridge again, you know, like, I I feel like it's the bridge that in, like, Arc 2, Blake and Rose, like, look through to see Johannes' Domain or something, Um, but also, like, Mags goes under this bridge to get into the Domain in Arc 8 when she's losing herself, Um, and where she, this is where she fights What's-This-Nuts um What's his nuts? <laughs> it's really <laughs> bothering it. me. I'm like, I know it's not Ars Pint because that was Grandma Rose's, and it's not Blunt Munch because he's in pale. that's mm-hmm. so gonna bother me anyway. You're all screaming at your podcast. We can call him the Har- Carmine asshole. He's not that. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, we could just call him asshole. Yeah, it it, it was something like that. Okay. Um, I'm fine with what's his nuts. Anyway, he's not even in this chapter, but it's fun that there are goblins here waiting to ambush Mags. And, you know, so I didn't quite get this. She sends Evan over to, like, fuck up the bridge Mm -hmm. because she wants to fuck up the goblins. And it didn't occur to me that there would be goblins, like, here to ambush Mags, because what the fuck are these goblins doing? (laughs) Like, do they not understand what's going on? Like, do they not have any sort of sense of, like, self-preservation? They're just hanging out on the edge of, like, the... The D Main, as we're gonna call it this episode. Yeah, it's the, pretty cool. The demon domain. The D Main. Dem- <laughs> um and they're just so stupid. <laughs> and Yeah, and it's fun. Um yeah. Melia, I apologize for this, mm-hmm. but I read this this is your second no, it's Malia's face. <laughs> this is I just have to say it. And please delete this if you don't like it, which means you don't have to delete it, but I just have to say it. So <laughs> One of your notes says, "I I misread it because I didn't read Evan. I just read like so. Can he control his fire, or is it just dripping out of him?" And again, it's like, "Wow, that lines up with the Carmine asshole." He <laughs> looks so disappointed. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Just like Charles isn't in this story. Look, okay. There's no. There's not even a judge in this story. <laughs> well, you seem pretty judgy for they're not being a uh, judge of the story well yeah if you don't like it then uh you should i don't know what to say because uh i mean hey you're only stuck with me <laughs> until the story is done so uh of, i mean <laughs> but like in terms of recording um and then you and then any other podcasts you make like with me that's your own fault because you know exactly what <laughs> <laughs> you're getting into okay <laughs> that's yeah you have no one else to blame at that point that's sort of true <laughs> uh, and, and again you have the editing power to fucking erase that shit and you just don't but if i had to experience it everyone should have to experience it <laughs> if you're like proud enough to say it on a recording like who am i to censor you <laughs> i mean you're the editing person the editor mm-hmm. it is like your job <laughs> to censor it's like I want to make sure the audio quality is like as good as I can get it, and and obviously like it would I decrease the quality. To not be talking about the Carmine asshole. Is it's what just you're hard to find everything <laughs> and to find the exact point to cut it off, and like <laughs> then we're gonna bring this up later, and I'm gonna have to figure out how to make the whole conversation make sense with I've, the part I've taken out. It's hard. Yeah, I mean that sounds hard. I mean Damn. I'm not saying I blame you. I'm not saying I do it different. I just do think it's funny that, like, I can guarantee it's going to stay in. People maybe, like it. Yeah, I'm like, People maybe when I'm sober, shit. I'll regret it. But <laughs> you know what? I'm going all in. Mm-hmm. This is all fucking in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, So one thing I just thought of, because we were talking about judges, and, like, so presumably this is an area that would have been uh in some judge's sphere because it doesn't have a lord and then i was like oh wait rose and alistair are the lords i don't know if they cemented that or if they gave it up already but is that a thing? didn't they give it up yeah 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 they gave it up right? but it's but it's who? but it's a lordship mm, forever now um which is interesting i don't know if you could have an empty lordship um but yeah um peter decides to be an asshole unintentionally um because just saying to page sorry about your pussy like how could that be interpreted at all charitably peter (laughs) like it's like he's just so into being. he's just like so used to being an asshole that's just like the first thing that pops up right right i'm just like okay you don't know her name but like you could have said that differently and like maybe this is like that he's drunk but he seems like and, you know, he's, he's a liar or whatever, so maybe he was just trying to get this I mean, dig in. Frank- frankly, but- even just saying, like, I'm sorry about your cat would be pretty fucking insulting. <laughs> you know? It'd be way better. Yeah! No, that's what I'm saying! It would, like, so for him to be like, oh, I didn't mean to be, f-, like, you said literally, like, the worst fucking thing. Just, like, say, like, sorry about your friend. Like, I mean, presumably you know the word sphinx, but even if you don't, like... Because he seems to like be like, no, I really was trying to like express something, and I think but maybe he is allowed to lie, but also nope. he sucks. Yeah, I really appreciate Ainsley defending Paige here, um, yeah. because yeah, Ainsley and Peter are really, really getting to each other, um, like a lot in these chapters, this is like the trial, yeah. and I think it's really good. Yeah. for both. Like, of Like, is their relationship gonna last? If the, if it can survive they're this weird shit, helping each other shit. grow exactly. <laughs> As people, it's great. No, it's great. Um, you know they're helping each other grow. Yeah, mostly Ainsley helping Peter grow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if they can survive this, they can survive anything. Yeah, and Ainsley's so can't fucking cool. We'll talk this. about that more later because I just love her. She's pretty great. She's pretty fucking cool. Um, but yeah, Peter's comment gets Mags to ask about exactly how permanently fucked they are based on uh last week's chapters yeah fair um, question right and so you know we know that a demon destroying something means that it can't be fixed um and Freaking assholes she yeah <laughs> but but rose is talking about, rose is kind of contemplating like you know what exactly happened um she's comes to the conclusion that like if they wanted to destroy our minds we would know that but like their goal is to like undo the fabric of reality. And so they were trying to like go after us as practitioners and like fuck with our ability to practice more than like specifically uh, making us insane. I mean, it's weird to say that because that is what that one demon was like super doing. But yeah, the goal was to like hamper maybe. Um, But if their goal is to hurt, to fuck up the fabric of reality, someone like Isadora, who's so tied into the karmic structure and the fabric of reality um, is going to be more impacted. Um, And so maybe she is hurt in a way that the others aren't, Um, which is upsetting. Like Isadora seems like a scary cult leader in some ways. Like she seduced page into this world without presumably fully telling her what was up. And now page is like tied to her for life question mark. Um, and it's this weird, like, sex-related thing. It seems like, and I hate mm. all of that. Yeah, but a lot. There are a lot of other things about Isadora that I like. <laughs> um, she seems important, and she seems like a lot of the things she wants are good. I think. Yeah, there's a lot of weirdness, but she seems better than like the Alabaster Doe, for instance. Yeah, um, sure. But is she just yeah. like, like, is she like the Sable? Hmm. Is that where she's at? Maybe. <laughs> um. Yeah, Wild Bo's also realizing that he only has a few chapters left in him. And so so this is the conversation. So there's a conversation about Molly. And this conversation is either a, oh, I should, like, <laughs> tie that character up with a bow, like, make it clear I didn't just forget about her slash for everyone in the audience who, like, didn't understand or whatever, like the, like she's in the abyss now, it also could be like a response to people potentially like asking questions in real time about it, right, I- right. um, I bet there was at least some speculation about Molly coming back or Molly, whatever. and like this could be a reminding us Molly exists so that when we see her by Barbie Hannes's side in three chapters, it's like, oh, yeah, but also we'd probably remember who she was. (laughs) It hasn't been that long (laughs) since she was around. Um, So this, yeah, this feels a little bit more like a, I didn't forget about, like, you know, Molly's dead. I didn't, or like, you know, I didn't forget about her. We're done with her. Um, Especially because Mags and Molly didn't get, like we got Molly saying, no, I don't want to be your familiar. Um, And it's nice having Mags reflect on that whole thing a little bit more. Um, Yeah. um, Green eyes comes over to be like Blake was on your skin. Which, like, that's the weirdest fucking way to say that, Green Eyes! I mean, yeah. I mean... (laughs) Not like you had Blake's tattoos, No, Blake was on your skin, and he still is a bit. Which, cool. (laughs) Um, well, because it's not just his tattoos, like, it is actually, you know, but, like, I don't know. There's just gonna be some weirdness, man. And, uh, it's very tense. Um, but yeah, I... We got a lot of beats in this i think about you know are blake and rose merging into one person and i thought of i feel like i've probably already said this before but i thought of dragon ball z um when trunks and goten merge into go trunks was that his name um i feel like blake and rose are doing that maybe (laughs) in a horrible way i mean yeah i don't know i'm gonna be honest uh but that's cool yeah I don't know why I think about them. I think about like that series of episodes of Dragon Ball Z a lot. I did not watch enough i did not I didn't watch a lot of Dragon Ball Z. maybe it's cause a lot of guys in my class were into it and talked about it so much and it and was they just annoying. yeah that might have been it. I honestly. feel like in middle school I would watch it like it would be on or right around the time I would get home usually um but yeah, I feel like I don't remember you watching Dragon Ball Z, but I saw. Huh i liked dragon ball better it was cuter yeah but i think i would like i would often miss it and so the i watched i've seen like basically all the boo saga of dragon ball z um and i remember dragon ball gt premiering and i saw like the first season of that uh you know what i've seen Mm -hmm. that fucking dragon ball live action movie (laughs) what was that dragon ball yeah. like I remember, evolution I the trailer i think oh it was it's wild. so fucking good i mean it's really <laughs> fucking bad but like oh my gosh it's just like <laughs> in terms of like shitty movies it's just mm-hmm. it's very entertaining gotta love it It's awesome gotta fucking love it and i'm like why did they pick the whitest guy <laughs> I mean it's not you know it's not his fault he's trying to get a job right uh, <laughs> It's definitely the casting director and whoever else. Should exactly. Have. I feel like, you know, like he's he's kind of cute for what it's worth. Uh uh-huh. Oh, I guess he's Canadian. That's cool. Thanks Canada. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let me see. He was in uh he had a brief appearance in Josie and the Pussycats. Um had a breakthrough role in War of the Worlds. Huh. Uh What's his in- name? Justin oh yeah, just Chatwin okay um, he was in The Invisible like, oh it was just called The Invisible I couldn't tell if I'm just being fucking drunk and can't read um, Dragon Ball Evolution uh, Bang Bang Baby Weeds he was in Lost? With who the fuck was he in Lost? <laughs> what? did you see all of Lost? no okay because I was like I we we watched that's the first like why. two seasons yeah, that's how I'm like what? who the fuck was okay um scott would know scott would know and uh he's not on this podcast right now which is a bummer because yep. that's like the main thing i need to know <laughs> like <laughs> scott explain the significance of this scott, character who the fuck is this guy on this show. <laughs> justin chatwin okay what was the character's name i i don't that's what i'm trying to find out Oh, lost so like so minor that it wasn't uh, even eddie he portrayed Eddie, an undercover police officer, in the episode Further Instructions. Cool. And he looks about 12 years old in this uh, cool screenshot. A 12-year-old cop, basically like Doogie Hauser, except with law enforcement, which is uh, pretty impressive. I'm not gonna lie. All right. Sorry. That kind of got off on a rabbit <laughs> hole, uh, like it always fucking does. But <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I don't remember why I was talking about Dragon Ball Z, but, um... Because they're merging, like, Trunks and Goten. Oh. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Speaking Shh. of dynamic duos, um, Evan and Green Eyes are the first to go into the domain, because Rose is sus and wants them in front of her. And there's a fun little exchange where Evan is taunting Green Eyes and is like, I could go for some roasted sushi. And she's like, sushi is raw fish. He's like, so <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, Um, And then I started thinking about like, is like, what is seared ahi? It's not sushi, but it is raw and disappointing. Um, I know that fuck. Okay, look, guys, and everyone listening is like, what? What do you have against fucking like seared ahi? The issue is the seared part. Okay, <laughs> why would you fucking sear it? It's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's perfect as it is. Don't fuck it up by cooking the fucking outside. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do that shit. Just have it raw. Mm-hmm. Have it raw and perfect. Don't, like, honestly, like, I mean, I now I'm, like, an, a fucking adult. I'll eat the whole thing. But, like, if I ever, like, was in a place where, like, they had fucking seared ahi, I would fucking cut off the cooked part <laughs> and <laughs> just eat the middle because fuck that. I probably I should hate. have done that. I, I would usually just eat it and be just disappointed. Disappointed. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's probably better because it's like less wasting the fish and all that but it was just like why don't fucking cook it don't also, fucking like cook it. there's no ethical consumption under capitalism and you shouldn't feel yeah. like i'm thinking a lot about my issues with food of which there are like so many and like when i have kids i don't ever want to be like you have to finish this like don't waste this yeah because there's like eat yeah. And you're gonna need to learn um to listen to your body and portion like think like how to portion things out based on how you're feeling and how hungry you actually are. Um yeah. and that's gonna involve some waste and like, you know, ideally maybe you can like put it in a Tupperware, save it for later, but like if you can't, like I don't know, like you know, it's it's not worth fucking don't up like. your entire relationship with food because you didn't because Sorry. you tend to throw part of your food away. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's very true. That's but good. Luckily for me, um, I have a fuckload of deer outside, and uh, what Vitalis likes to do is just take every possible leftover we have and just throw it in the front yard <laughs> like we're a f- <laughs> bunch of fucking animals. So the deer just come galloping, and we'll eat all the fucking trash that we've- I mean, not, you know, edible trash. Uh, so that's great. Huh. So I guess it's ethical. <laughs> There's a lot of deer crap. I'm wondering, would eat like would fi- would deer eat the the crust of seared ahi? Probably. Okay. I mean, they eat a lot of stuff. <laughs> I mean, they eat fucked in, fucking, like, cactus. Which I guess that yeah, makes like more sense for them. I but. don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so as we enter, Rose is thinking about like, who she trusts more and who she doesn't. Do Does deer eat meat sometimes? Sorry. Like, do they hunt? Well, they don't hunt, but I think like they they I think they eat meat if they can't, if they can get it. Yeah, I mean, I guess they can Not process commonly. it. Anyway, a lot of people arguing about that. You can look it up later. Um, so. No, but so, she, so it's obvious that Green Eyes doesn't like Rose, <laughs> which we learn very explicitly later. So it's fair for Rose to be weary of Green Eyes. Um, and then she doesn't trust Evan because Evan will do whatever Blake wants. And she thinks she can trust Paige and Ainsley and Peter. Um, I don't know that she could trust Peter, like, over Blake necessarily. Peter really liked Blake. Yeah, Um did. Ainsley, I think, is fucking terrified of Blake, and Paige doesn't know Blake exists. So, I mean, she's probably figured some stuff out in terms of Rose being like, I was cut in half, and then my twin is inside of me. Um, but she has no memories of Blake. So, I mean, if she does, I don't understand how she does. So, yeah. Um, and then Mags, you know, she's in the middle because she's Mags. Um, and she's, you know, ambassador, whatever, but she like really likes Blake. So I don't know. And then Lola is not considered. I was thinking like Lola has interacted with Blake a lot, kind of, um, compared to a lot of other people since he was in her house like making the murder list. Yeah. And she seemed somewhat down with that. Um <laughs> but also it's weird kind of like, I feel like thinking that mermaid wants to kill me potentially is fair, but Blake's not out there doing machinations. Like, he's inside of yeah. you, and you're gonna let him have control, and maybe that's scary, but it's not like they're all gonna turn on you because you're in the same body? I don't know. She's yeah. she's not having a good time. No, not at all. Yeah. So we finally, we enter the D-Main and we get this wild description of the sky and how it's, like, extreme blackness, but also there are these, like, spheres, one of which, like, stretches from horizon to horizon. And I'm like, isn't that just the sky? <laughs> and they're composed of people and others and something, and and one of them is magma, and, and then we just move on. Just <laughs> move like, on. How significant is this? Do I need to understand even a little bit? Um, can you (laughs) I don't know (laughs) I mean it's you know like something about uh, like the creation and destruction and you know space being maybe just demons and stuff Um, but I don't know I don't know what to do with it yeah I don't know what to tell you (laughs) rough I've got too much wine to tell you that's a great song (laughs) (laughs) try to sound a little more convincing next time (laughs) you know just a little bit I, mean, I guess it's good if you don't lie. I mean, it was fun. I don't know. It had there a good you go. tempo. I'm not saying like it was the fucking like next like top 10 hits. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, I've got to do some voice warm ups for that. Are you still playing like scene lessons? No, I really want to. Um, I haven't since we moved down here. Um, partially because I mean, like, I could just try to find a voice lessons or whatever, but we need to pay off debt reasonable but that makes sense it'd be nice i recently learned that one of the songs i was learning at one point I, I had like three or four different voice teachers okay um at that school like they just kept changing out for various reasons huh. um like my first one like moved and went to grad school and my other one my second one just like she had a bunch of like shit go down like with her living situation and stuff. And so she kind of like backed off from teaching. And then I had like another one really briefly as like a sub. And then another one came in and then I left. Um, But so I had like a lot of very different songs that they picked um, and like styles and stuff. But so one of them, um, I uh, learned, um, uh, which is from um, an opera by (laughs) Gluck. Which is really fun to say. Click. Um, um, and it's a uh, on um Orpheus in Eurydice. Um and it's actually Orpheus who's singing, but it's a soprano part. Um women play Orpheus, I guess. Um Okay. Which is kind of cool. Are you a soprano. Yes. I don't know what type of soprano, um, but one thing that's good or been good about voice lessons is I always had like a really high register. Yeah. um and i've learned how to sing like in my chest more not just in my head um okay. so i can like it sounds better no, i, I my, get it yeah yeah and like i can like sing lower and everything but it's not very like filled out like it's i have a thin i don't know yeah i like singing that takes anyway. like time to get it more filled or some, out something right? breathing or... i don't know i don't know it's a skill it's a skill <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, it'd be fun to take voice lessons, except I'd have to take a couple shots beforehand before singing in front of anybody, which would be kind of a probably against like the point. Because so it'd be like, I can't fucking tell how you sing because you're I don't know. I mean, it's it's a, it's awkward, but um, you'll start with warm ups um, and like, I mean, in my experience, they're like at a piano and they'll like play and like do the sing along. So that you yeah. kind of know what's happening, mm-hmm. and then like they'll drop out, but the piano will still be there. Um, and so you just kind of get over it. It's not kind that bad. Do when it. they, okay. yeah, when if if the piano isn't playing, that's hard for me. Um, but rare. I feel like that. Yeah. Be anyway, that hard. song is one of Jane Austen's favorite songs. Sorry, we came back to it. That made that's me happy. Cool. No, I mean that's that's pretty Jane Austen. Um, she's great. She's pretty cool. Yeah, she's pretty cool. But you know who else is great me Ainsley Ainsley's so Ainsley. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes Ainsley yes that's what I meant to say <laughs> Ainsley and her candle oh my god it's like I'm assuming this is her implement and we saw her like bind Blake with it basically in arc 5 whatever that was and I yeah. gushed about how fucking cool it was then and it just like it only gets cooler like like yeah she, it's just you know, fucking cool she draws a line on the ground with wax and then she uses like a wax seal like it's just like she at one point like literally blows away like rose's bindings by blowing out her candle um she she does something else really cool it's just really cool um and like way more versatile like a candle implement what the fuck is that like it's so fucking cool (laughs) fucking cool (laughs) like she gets to carry yeah she gets to carry around like wax seals and a lighter and knives and like, or whatever it to stab her candle. I yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, it better fucking not. If I had a candle implement and that bitch burned out, I'd be it's like, pissed. "That's it." <laughs> I feel like you asshole implement. You knew I was going to need you for like the rest of my fucking life, and you just like fucking burned out. I've yeah. cheated. I want a refund. Yeah. I would care in that bitch. <laughs> but the, I mean, the behaves just have the coolest fucking implements. Like they've got some cool like the candle the tarot deck and then the like the sentient watch spirit of time cool <laughs> yeah that's pretty that's pretty sick honestly like even though implement familiars aren't the best idea it was still cool it's still cool you know what sometimes the ideas that aren't the best are the most entertaining sometimes you have like a magic robot spirit watch just like commit like do it commit <laughs> yeah i love it yeah just like just man up and just do it you know because like sandra has a chalice and like that's cool and significant and like we've seen her use it and it was cool and like wands that's that's fine like they're all like cool i can see how that's useful and fine but the Bahamas are like let's get creative (laughs) let's get creative let's do weird like wild ass shit exactly super into it because i'm like I the tarot deck is still such a cool implement, but also, what if I had a candle? <laughs> <laughs> so cool, like that could. I mean, yeah, if you had a candle, that's the thing, right? You can't like melt part of your wand and stick and 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 shuffle it. And <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's fine. Um, but yeah, at one point too, we get a description of green eyes, and Rose talks about both of her eyes, and I don't know if that's a oopsie or if her eye has grown back because I was pretty sure her eye was gone after the dragon. Um, But she is a boogeyman. She is Um, a boogeyman. So, so shit happens. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Good for her, I guess. Um, And then uh, we get a reminder that Mags is going to have the three blood and darkness moments. And um, it seems that this is one of them um I still it's like I still don't know did the first time count in her town and then Toronto didn't count because she wasn't fucking there she wasn't there which is so is this just time number two <laughs> fuck man which, I mean, maybe that's good because it's not a three beat right yeah but, but at the same time she's gonna have a three beat that we won't get to experience it is, yeah it's like the two beat is like demons then like what the fuck what the fuck is number three <laughs> I mean, this is probably they probably what was two. They probably still counted like like yesterday or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. You know. Yeah. Before the demon Look, Malia, up. you're asking someone who's had a lot of wine, and no, I know you it's also my fault. read the book, but like, <laughs> and you can't tell me if we're gonna find out for sure. But also, like, I am not a practitioner. I can tell you anything the hell I want. Okay, okay that's how it works. I can tell you that in the next chapter. Like, there are green elephants that drop from the trees and start singing the Star-Spangled Banner, and that makes the demons escape and run off into hell, and everyone is saved. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, there, uh, So whoopsies, spoiler alert, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and and then you you're like, the, what about all be? the bird imagery from Blake? Well, that was just like a fucking, you know, that was just his thing. You know, uh-huh. it, was, it was actually the elephants. Oh, nice. The really American green <laughs> elephants. Cool. Yeah. That's pretty convincing, right? No. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you're going to eat some humble pie. Would you read the next couple <laughs> chapters? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. All right. That's that. Glass down. Darvina. uno mas if i could get the fucking cork open this is kind of drunk for Jeez, oh, it's like the more it's like why do i keep putting the stopper back on when i know it's, it's also a question is malia hoping that i don't get the fucking stopper back up <laughs> i feel like if you don't then you'll never read the next part and we'll never keep going <laughs> i mean you're probably right oh thank god i got it open all right we're gonna keep on filling up Okay, i'm gonna really half-assedly put the stopper on fuck are we at the next part already uh-huh. <laughs> holy crap okay um get ready for this guys this is really long <clears throat> they're ambushed by ogres bam yeah um <laughs> well i mean there's other shit too but malia's gonna like read that because uh well first they, has, like, the heart job in this podcast <laughs> they see the genie and the giant that are both dead and um, the giant's sad. really sad yeah. um the genie is like oh shit um i'm wondering if it's just like was it just like wanted destruction or did it not you know presumably it didn't want to help the demon um but also it's it's dead it wasn't just cut in half or whatever so that's interesting but maybe uh, that was that was either like i guess that i don't know it's odd it's like Maybe that's better for the genie, but also like it feels like a really stupid move from the demon's part, you know. I mean, I'm just thinking that maybe the genie, you know, prevented that from happening and so died or whatever, you know, yeah, like you're right. like cuz presumably a, a two genies under your control or whatever is like would be really Holy great. Yeah. But also um yeah, maybe the de- genie like eviscerated himself to prevent that. Yeah, maybe maybe i don't know pretty badass genie oh yeah. i mean similarly this giant is dead it's not two giants yeah yeah um, that, that's true i don't know could just be poor planning <laughs> but yeah because uh, i'm like why didn't it get two giants you know i feel like that would have been a better plan you know what you know what it would have been a win-win huh? because then the demon would have gotten his giant but then like there'd be more giants there'd be more giants it'd be double giants <laughs> right <laughs> so really that would have been a win-win Be for everyone yeah so uh barbie you've done fucked up okay <laughs> well see that's probably why because it can't have a it can't have a bright side can't have any fucking bright side It's just like ah oh, this would benefit me but like fuck everyone else i'm gonna hurt myself to hurt everyone else even more yeah, yeah. such an asshole man it's funny that peter's like weirdly proud of having seen a genie sort of um because paige is the one who asks, is that a genie? And Peter answers yes. And that was just so fucking funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. But also, like, when did Peter see a genie? <laughs> I remember when we saw, Blake saw a genie with, I think before he, or after he fought Alistair. Mm-hmm. Um, there may or may not have been a genie near the house. I feel like that was just a prediction I had about the fire. Yeah. And I mean, we haven't been with Peter this whole time, so we don't know exactly what he si- ha- what he has seen, but it's funny thinking. <laughs> But peter saw him. it is <laughs> uh i just have a genie and a bottle stuck in my head and i'm trying to like not sing <clears throat> um yeah i feel well, i feel like lola um evan is like saying some drunk nonsense and lola is just like uh-huh yeah <laughs> and rose like- is like yeah it's like she's had a lot of practice <laughs> with like her younger cousins or whatever and i really want like <laughs> a scene of a Duchamp house party um, with like yes! super drunk Penny um, and Lola being like, mm-hmm. and I just, I think that'd be really fun. Oh man, that'd be so good. And with some Bahames so throwing, thrown in there. That'd be great. That'd be so fucking good. So you know what? This is the perfect episode for me to be drinking a lot of wine. <laughs> so you're, the characters welcome. are drunk. So. Yeah. So the characters are drunk. I'm kind of drunk. Uh, I'm like trying to keep it not totally drunk but i'm i'm getting i'm getting there uh loosey-goosey you know not my my already like broken filter is like almost non-existent very good for entertainment yeah all right let's see um yeah so there's a fucking diagram there's a motherfucking diagram of this whole fucking domain yeah and that's upsetting and we get like a quick mention of it and we don't Get it again. And presumably that's coming back. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Um Maybe maybe it's just... Maybe not. Maybe it's just like you'll never... You'll always have to wonder. Wild was pretty good about <laughs> hanging off big scary fuck you things. Like demon diagrams. So that's probably coming back. Um I guess. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. sighs> Excuse him. W- but yeah, so... In addition to, like, severed ogres or whatever, there's also a demon lawyer chasing after them with a hellhound or something. A hellhound. Um, yeah, which is which, fun. What a dick, right? Yeah. <laughs> Malia, <laughs> um, as a lawyer, what would your breed of hellhound be? I thought hellhound was the breed. Um, It just is, like, a dog from hell to me. So, like, okay. if you can choose a dog from hell, <laughs> what breed would you choose? To, like, go along with my lawyer aesthetic... I mean, whatever you want, whether it's like to be a companion, to scare the shit out of people, to like be like a lawyery dog, whatever you want, man. I'm just wondering, this is a personal question for you. Yeah, I guess I'm trying to imagine like, do I want like a purse dog? Do I want like a Doberman? Do I want like a... All valid um, Yeah, I mean, some sort of... Because like Elle Woods has a Chihuahua, right? And so that's very like lawyer dog. Yeah.
1: I mean, but. honest.
0: I mean, like, in terms of size, you could do fucking anything, right? Because that's a big fucking spectrum. Chihuahua to, like, fucking hellhound fucking dog. It'd be kind of funny to have a coyote and just insist it was a dog all the <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, use some, like, legalese, right? <laughs> just to be like, yeah, technically, according to this, like, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, this fucking case that happened in, like... 1985 like it this this means that this has to be a fucking dog i don't know i can't fucking speak you know what i'm trying to say though right uh-huh yeah what's the word i'm thinking of precedent Precedence. yeah <laughs> that's it thank you thank you very yep. much yeah you just gotta look for shit on presidents <laughs> <laughs> i mean statutory interpretation is more what i think of but look i know. mean I, you're you're the lawyer man i mean if I had gone to law school, sure, maybe I'd know some of that fancy link. <laughs> but uh I did not. So uh whatever kind of words, fancy talk you want to say. <laughs> okay, but okay, but um coyote. So coyote. Yeah, it'd just be kind of funny. That'd be fucking hilarious. All right, I like it. <laughs> um but yeah, so I mean it's a good mechanic to put a fire under their butts you know they're not just like sneaking around because I mean there's they're already like our families and friends are like possibly dying horribly and we should hurry this up you know what else you but can call having, a like, fire under someone's butt but having like a, a demon <laughs> lawyer asshole. like chase people through the story is good tension <laughs> Jesus. it's probably the best thing to do to be honest <sighs> I'm sorry okay go ahead <laughs> <laughs> no. we need one adult here we need one responsible adult. And it sure as fuck isn't me. Uh just, I, Everyone, yeah. My, like, husband's watching the the kids for the night. So I can be irresponsible. <laughs> so it's okay. <laughs> I get my, I get, I get to be irresponsible for one night. Unfortunately for Malia, I'm in right now. <laughs> but I'm, yeah, I think we can go to the next part. <laughs> she's like, she's doing a really good job. Just like, okay, just don't. Fucking address this shit. All right, so they end up meeting with Mag's acquaintances. Yeah, um, this was a cool use of magic. Um, and it's neat seeing, you know, Rose isn't doesn't have to direct everything. Um, the other characters have um initiative, and so they're figuring shit out without you know Rose directing everything, which makes them feel more real. Um, because. I don't know if they had talked about this, but Mags, you know, knows those vestiges, and so to get them away from the demon lawyer, um, Lola uses connection magic to move them along Mags' connection to the vestiges. Um, Mags tells her the name, she finds the connection, uh, she has to cut her, or Mags cuts Lola's hands, and then they, whoop! Um, which is really cool. Um, and it's sad with Lola being like, I'm no use to you now, because, like, that's, I don't know, you're great, like, yeah. But also, you know, it being like, I can't just pull that again, um, is fair. You are not worthless, girl. She's awesome. <sighs> um, But yeah, so they want to get to the tower. The goal is to, I guess, kill Johannes or something, defeat the demon. And they're like, he's probably there. So um there's a bunch of monsters and shit in between them and that so they're like okay hopefully the vestiges can help us get there because i mean this place is like really twisted um but maybe you know they'd have some sense of how to get us over there um and they don't fucking care (laughs) yeah they don't fucking care and i i like that you know the other verse has consequences um I think this is a good argument i think this is important to express um you know they're like you know you've known that we're in here suffering and you haven't done anything so yeah. like fuck you like being nice to us now doesn't, doesn't like erase all that right history. and so i mean they seem to be you know i don't know exactly what they're thinking or believing will happen to them necessarily but because it almost seems like out of spite to be like no i'm happy that y'all are going to lose specifically. So, I'm not yeah. going to help. Um, cuz these kids are fucked up like they're filled with animal spirits. Um, as we saw before, but one of them like coughs out a rat, which is a lot. Which like um, that's a fucking that's like a fucking strong cough. Right? Yeah. Cuz like rats are not small. Yeah, I mean it rat. might have been the mouse girl, I don't remember, but a rodent flew out of her mouth. Like a fucking if um, you, you would feel that shit. Yeah, but they're not fully aware of their condition. I mean, yes. But, um <laughs> I mean that's true, but but yeah, I mean there's a fun bit of comedy where Green Eyes like stops herself from chasing after the rat, um which was fun. Um but yeah, um there's a thought that these kids haven't been demonified and so maybe Johannes is still like present and aware um and able to fight back enough to keep this promise, um which is a fun little tidbit um but yeah so the messages are pissed um particularly at ainsley she's making the argument but also presumably you know lola because they knew they had power and they didn't do anything about it um which is fair mags finds out but can't help them because she's falling apart and then does what she can question mark um while still being ambassador um but yeah, there's this funny part where they're like, you all condoned it, and like, fuck you, like, well, you could have helped us before, blah, 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 and Peter's like, I'm not a part of this, <laughs> like, I didn't do shit, like, I I didn't know you were here, and Paige elbows him as a, I guess, a kind of, like, not the point, or like, don't, whatever, mm-hmm. but Peter's like, Paige wasn't either, <laughs> which is really good, which is great, um, and, um... Yeah, at one point, this sort of leads Peter to kind of, like, telling Ainsley that it's not okay and she should have d- tried. Like, the others are kind of right that this was fucked up, which is an interesting moment. Um, um, but yeah, and then, so Evan pipes up and is like, I'm peppy and great and I can convince you. You should listen to me, um, which is another kind of fun moment. And then Noah just, like, doesn't let him talk. Um, but I really wish we got to hear more of Evan's perspective because like Evan was put in this exact situation that they are put in. Um, Mm -hmm. he was knowingly left at the hands of a monster. Um, while a bunch of practitioners didn't do anything until it was like convenient enough. Um, and I mean, I guess at least they did send Blake eventually. (laughs) Yeah. He is on like. The positive side. But which... Yeah, whereas like, I mean, but Blake went because he had to. I mean, Blake likes to stop monsters. So presumably if he knew about that, maybe he would have tried to do something about it. But whereas like, these practitioners are here specifically, like not to help them, but to are willing to help them to help themselves kind of a thing. Mm. Um, But it still feels like Evan is the person most on point for talking to them and i wish she had gotten to talk to them more no for sure i mean i guess the job got done because uh if you're ready for the next part uh rose convinces them to help with um some forcefulness and threats of violence i just love her um this felt very blake um to be fair it also feels very rose i don't know if it's like super ambrose um or what? Blake doesn't really think of himself as a bitch, and we know that Rose does. But the holding a knife to someone's throat to try to convince them—I <laughs> mean, do that's a, a bitch move, right? Or not a bitch move, but it's bitchy. But it's also a Blake move. <laughs> it's, it is a Blake move. Yeah. Um. You know, 100%. he he does this to—I want to say—Gale. Um. To Lola's mom in yeah arc arc twelve. I mean, yeah, get shit done, right? <laughs> Thirteen. Um. Yeah. Um sometimes you just gotta like grab people and put a knife to their neck and monologue at them. Yeah. I um, mean, I've never been in that situation, but like, <laughs> you know, it, it fucking happens, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. And I I mean I don't know if it's just like like this is one of the things, you know, the the tattoos and whatnot, but also is this a Blake and Rose melding moment? Um, or was Rose's little freak out where she like envisions everything going to shit? like blake influenced or whatever um but just yeah um but rose is encountering this vestige and thinking about how she's a vestige and about how blake is fucked um by the abyss because he's a vestige and she has the fun thing about being like yeah see that mermaid she's like super fucked up and scary right i'm worse which is fun Heaven's <laughs> um, yeah. just like Rose. Sh-. She's like this. No, that's the fucking point. <laughs> um But also, yeah, the I and I mean, like Rose is a vestige. Like, and she is like, you know, I was made to serve a purpose, thrown to the wolves, and have spirits tearing me to shreds from the inside, just like you. Um, and that's all true. Um, yeah. But yeah, she was made to be scary uh, and to last. Um, And to fool people into thinking she was being a good diabolist. Um, And yeah, we're just thinking a lot about Blake and Rose and what happened and the whole thing. And the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Um, And Rose's pitch is, if we win, you'll go to the abyss and turn into a horrible monster. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're like, wow, this is a shitty pitch. (laughs) Right. And there's no like, but... I mean, I guess it's kind of like, okay, if we lose, like, you'll be tortured forever and it'll be really bad or something. Um, but like, just try, like, to fucking, like, I don't know, positive man. motivation. Yeah. Um, so Rose is pretty much like, okay, if we can, if you help and don't fall to the abyss, I guess, and we can, like, swing it, like, and then I get a domain, like, you can have a part of it. And they're like, <laughs> Which, fuck, yeah, that seems more enticing. It's just, it's really funny imagining, like, I mean, I keep imagining their domain to be, like, in, like, Rose's domain to be just, like, in the woods near the house, which doesn't make sense anymore. Um, yeah. And them just having literally, like, a little corner of it, because thinking about, like, Briar Girl and all that. But um, presumably, she'd have, like, a house or a room or a whatever, and they, whatever. But then she, at one point, does realize, like, she is... uh she has been fucked up by demons and the abyss and things and so her domain will probably suck and that's sad like yeah maybe it won't rose like you never know it might be perfect for you (laughs) but for them um yeah i know i mean it's gotta be better than where they're at right yeah um true but she's thinking about you know she, she can't she doesn't want to push him because he'll push back or you know she's like if i tr- really try to convince this dude he's gonna push back so i i need to just not and this is when ainsley's like i don't like how you handled that and Paige is like what else could we do and yeah. she's like know. you're supposed to be just and fair and true because of your whole deal and that was true but i don't know if it was fair or just um and like at some point it's like you gotta get the fuck over it you gotta get it's just like, we don't have time. Yeah, exactly. Um Don't have time. Grabbing a kid and putting a machete to his neck was like, the worst part of that whole thing. Um, yeah, no, it's 100% a dick move. Yeah. I mean, But all the stuff she said, I feel like, like, they deserve to know they're gonna like, go to the abyss or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean. Yeah. Um, but Lola's like, ah, we gotta go. The lawyer's here. Laura. And Paige like, what if we don't? What if we don't? What if we stay here? And Lilith's like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so like, we all decide to try. Yeah. Like, this doesn't, this isn't like, if you're a little kid, hope them all. It's like, no, you're gonna- right. Um, and it helps when Green Eyes speaks up and is like, I hate Rose so much. So much. I would Jeez. erase her from existence, but you should take her offer. Yeah. <laughs> She's, it's a good one. Like, <laughs> it's wild and yeah. it works i feel like yeah i'm like that's i mean it, it worked <laughs> yeah calling blake her hero is interesting but i guess i mean yeah. he did save her from yeah the abyss um i i i think it's good he she doesn't she acknowledges he's not her boyfriend because it'd be yeah like they haven't talked about it so you shouldn't go around presuming that sort of thing but hero her was really intense she wants it she wants him to new- yeah Like, for sure. Which is fine. But yeah. Like, you're not at that level yet right now because he's trapped within his body. So.
1: Yeah, it's a whole thing.
0: That's that's like a complicated relationship, right? What do you expect? Um, but then we get a fun chase scene. We are dropping through this building to try to get out. The vestiges presumably have kind of, like, barricaded it. Um, but the lawyer and some other things are on the ground floor and they get to run away. Um, which is fun. We get to see Paige fight more, which is really cool. Um, she, you know, she does a lot of stuff with light. Um, Paige or Rose thinks maybe she's doing something with like karmic burdens, which is cool. Um, it's Pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I feel like I haven't had a good grasp of Isadora and stuff this whole time. Um, I know it'd be cool to like see a little bit deeper into like what that practice. I know because it seems really cool and useful. I mean, and having Isadora is like a power source, like page seems to Uh, be in a pretty good situation hopefully except for maybe they'll like sex slave stuff but i mean it's a good deal that like um it's a i mean like it's or it's a good sign that like she still has power and stuff oh that's true and it's a bad thought but i'm like is it sex slavery if like i mean we don't know exactly what what the deal the deal is but there's definitely a icky power imbalance and weird shit yeah no, a hundred percent. There's some weird shit. Um, no one can argue with that. No one hopefully wants to argue. Yep. Yeah. It's incredible. um that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last but definitely not fucking least, because we're waiting to read about the next stuff, is Rose gives Blake control, <laughs> which is so exciting. And she's <laughs> fucking terrified but it's still Uh, like heck yeah we get to see blake again probably what yeah it'd be funny if we followed rose's perspective into her own body like how it was (laughs) for blake i mean i i'd be really interested to kind of see a little bit of that um yeah but it feels like we're getting blake again and it's gonna be great um because he needs to come back for the last part of this story um it's I don't know, I just feel like it says a lot about Rose that she is willing to do this, and sh- yeah, she's really afraid she doesn't trust him to, or she's worried he's not gonna like give her her body back and stuff. Because I don't know that she would necessarily, or she, she might, but she, yeah, um, she wants to live, um, she wants to live and be in control of her life, um, but yeah, it's exciting. Um, the they think they're close ish, maybe to the tower but we don't know um and you know Rose is is thinking about what to do and you know she's like well I'm not much of a fighter um and so I guess we're returning to how things were uh you know in the first chapters of the story with Blake doing and Rose inside the protected shell kind of mm-hmm. um Blake's actions Rose's thoughts um this is a very fun like return um to the beginning of the story and mm-hmm, um yeah i'm just really excited um and anxious to see blake again um but yeah i'm wondering like is she just gonna straight up look like blake like how's that gonna go because the tattoos are taking over um and yeah it's very <laughs> yeah. exciting that's pretty fucking cool it is cool 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 um yeah it's it's exciting it's been a long time since we saw Blake yes um Balake. we haven't seen him this arc so i'm excited heck yeah blocky Balake, Balake, Balake you see that key and peel skit right yes i'm sure you have yeah what would rose be it's hard to do that i feel like, rose. It's like yeah probably rose or something yeah <laughs> probably right um all right so, um, it's time for our Pale and Comparison section. So, Ooh. do you have any parts that you want to compare to Pale in particular? Um, yeah, I mean it just really feels like what we're doing right now in Pale um like really maps onto these chapters in a fun way. We're we're in um a fucked up dimension, um, with a specific chosen group of people um who are trying to fight this very powerful thing. Um, just the running around in the domain really feels like running around in the crucible. Um, and in the domain, um, and that's really fun. Um, yeah, interesting. Okay, all right, Malia, you got to give me your bold and specific prediction. Uh, um, Woo! um, I want to come up with something about the diagram, but I don't know what. Um, oh, that shit's hard. I mean, like. That diagram is designed to uh destroy Jacob's bell. <laughs> like I can't think of what else makes sense exactly. Um yeah. but yeah, it's yeah, I guess the feels well, it feels like the diagram is gonna be activated because we well, it likes to pay off shit. And so I think that they think the diagram's supposed to destroy Jacob's bell, but Johannes has managed to affect it enough that it won't. Yeah, maybe. It's very possible we'll just have to see (laughs) okay so i have to apologize everyone um i'll tell you our previous discussion question but like there were no answers and it's my fault because i forgot to post everything to reddit (laughs) so my bad i apologize um i'm blaming reddit for this because i used to use boost mobile for reddit and it was a great app and they took away all the fucking third-party apps because they're a bunch of dick bags and so now i'm finally gave in and downloaded the Reddit app. So I will be better next week and we'll post a thing. But our previous discussion question, just so y'all know, um, was to pick an animal and tell us what elemental spirit would best reside in them. Um, luckily D dev um, was kind enough to offer. Um, I'm assuming on discord. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they, enough. Yeah, um, they were talking about specifically birds and firebirds because we talked about Nene. Um, They brought up Mm. Australian black kites. Um, So these birds hunt um, creatures on the ground that that are exposed by bushfires in particular. It's a lot easier for these birds to get at the Mm. rodents and whatever the fuck. And so they will actually spread the fire themselves they'll pick up burning branches <laughs> and move oh, it a to bugs. a new section um oh, to spread the fire and keep yeah um, pretty which smart. feels incredibly i mean just incredible birds are insane wow so yeah that actually is a perfect answer um you yeah. know damn little dick little dick bags <laughs> um i am too drunk which I'm not saying I'm like drunk, drunk, but I'm. I mean, everyone can tell I'm kind of drunk. I am too drunk to have come up with a discussion question, so I hope you have one, Malia. Otherwise, um, I can try to tell a terrible joke. Um, Pressure's on. Have we asked about implements? I don't remember. Probably. Probably. I feel no, like we, we asked have. about rocks. Um, See, she's really desperate to not have me tell a dad. It might happen. Well, I just don't want day. it to be the first episode where we don't have a discussion question. I'm pretty sure it's not the first one. No, it's that the first. It would be better. the first one. <laughs> but it really, holy yep. fuck. <sighs> um, we set too high of expectations for ourselves. Um, um, too bad. I should have had like a a pickup line version like round two because we had one about pickup lines, right? Yeah, I, think I gave Elliot too like many pickup lines, um, which are pretty good. I okay, this is silly, but if pick pick two characters from the other verse and describe what they would be like and what their name would be. That's very important. If they fuse together like Trunks and Goten, I like it. Cool. I'm still going to tell a dad joke. Okay. Okay. Cause I like this one. I don't know if I told you this million. <coughs> Gotta clear my throat. Okay. Um, let me see, which one should I tell? All right. I'm going to tell this one. Why did the hipster burn his mouth on his pizza? Why? Because he ate it before it was cool. uh, <laughs> okay i know you want to laugh more than that secretly because that was like so fucking good pretty funny it's pretty funny she's smiling a lot more than you can tell <laughs> okay let me tell another one just to like see if you laugh at this more um what do you say to a llama who likes picnics i don't know i'll pack a lunch uh, <laughs> all right i have another one that's like maybe a little bit morbid so maybe i shouldn't say it in the mood okay i will not say it we can save it for another time because those two were pretty cute i feel like it's pretty fun i really like the hipster ones, my favorite anyway thank you everyone so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please subscribe share it with your friends and leave a rating and review to support our podcast go to patreon.com slash doofmedia and if you'd like to support Wildbo as he continues to write fantastic stories, go to patreon.com slash wildbo. You can follow the pod on Twitter at PaleComparison. We should update that, but it, I don't want to. Okay. Or send us an email at paleincomparisonpod at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our Reddit thread in r slash parahumans, where you can answer our discussion question and share your thoughts on this episode. In addition, if you'd like to see all of my predictions laid out, check out our episode description for a link to a prediction tracker next episode we will be covering chapters 16.8 and 16.9 all right this week's fun fact the person who invented comic sans vincent conair conair has only ever used comic sans one time So uh, he says he was having trouble changing his broadband to Sky, so he wrote them a letter in Comic Sans saying how disappointed he was, and he got a 10-pound refund. <laughs> so I guess it's worth it. <laughs> what? Okay. I don't know. I thought it was pretty So funny. random. It's very random. But I was like, you know, if you invent a fucking... If you invent a font, you'd think you would use it all the fucking time. Right. But it's fucking Comic Sans. So even, like, he knows Comic Sans, <laughs> you know... You only can use it when like you're really fucking pissed at somebody. <laughs> is, is that when you use Comic Sans, or when like, or for children? That's oh, that's true. It is a fun, yeah, for children, or when you're pissed off and want to be like, "fuck you." That's what I think of it as. Yeah, because then it's like I don't respect you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do need to ask you, Malia. Um, why do you need to update the Twitter thing? Do you not do it's the not Twitter... called Twitter. I know, but it's still Twitter. <laughs> just like, you're just being a bunch of assholes. Like, it's X. No, you fucking dickbag. You're just doing that to like, because you had bad publicity. It's still fucking Twitter. Bed told me that, so you know Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg were like, maybe gonna fight? Oh yeah, that's stupid bullshit. Yeah. And Mark Zuckerberg apparently like, actually like, does fighting as a (laughs) recreational activity. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I would be entertained as fuck. But like, so he, so Elon Musk apparently went to his doctor and was like, oh, my doctor said I have to have this elective soldier surgery. So I can't do this for like six months. And then he shows up at Mark Zuckerberg's house and is like, let's fight right now in the backyard. But then like Mark Zuckerberg, I don't know why I always have to say that, but he wasn't there. He was like on vacation with his family and his publicist released a thing being like, Mark is not at home. And also he respects this sport. And he's not going to just fight you in the backyard. He, you know, we fight you in a proper venue with mediators or whatever the fuck there's <laughs> Like, I don't know what's happening. And, like, Ben was sort of just like, it's insane that, like, this man is, like, making Mark Zuckerberg, make Zuckerberg look good. He's, <laughs> he's really good at making other people look good. I gotta he's say. Just, he's just so a- He's a he's terrible. He doesn't need to. He's he just, just doesn't like, need to. Yeah, he just needs to like not, you know? <sighs> anyway, um, just to say again, um since we're like it's the end of our podcast and we're both from Maui, again, if you're listening um and you have the ability, please consider donating um to some of the Maui charities. I know there's a lot of like sketchy people out there. Um, a couple ones that are legit are Haycommunity Foundation.org slash Maui dash strong or MauiUnitedway.org slash disaster relief or um Maui I believe. Let me double check that last one. But I'm pretty sure that's it. Um Yep, Mauihumane Um and they should have a link to donate if you want to help the animals. Um they just need a lot of help over there and try and do what we can so yeah we appreciate it yes if you can't don't feel guilty it's not meant for that obviously just like if you can that's and if you've been thinking about donating you know go to one of those sites mm-hmm. um, or just do some there's a, some other sites that are good too um that you can go to but anyway yeah obviously that's a lot on our minds and i will try not to be such a downer about it but i love Lahaina, I love Kihei, I love Kula. Those are all three areas that have been very affected. We grew up in Kihei, um, which luckily has not been, I mean, obviously it's still been affected quite a bit, but it's just, it's just, it's just been hard. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyway, thank you for listening so much. Sorry if I was a downer. can blame that on the wine, but you can also balance it out by uh, thinking about how much, how often I mentioned the Carmine Asshole, which maybe wasn't enough, but it's mm-hmm. enough to make Malia's uh, facial expression really annoyed, which I think is enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think that makes it count. <laughs> I'm like, is that? Yeah, I don't know. Like, what does that mean? Does he have fiery pain? Does he have fiery diarrhea? Does he have a fiery asshole personality? That's what I meant, to be mm-hmm. fair. When I said Carmine asshole, I just did not realize it could be taken literally. Um and that opened up a whole uh, new fucking <laughs> gate, you know? A whole new can everything. of worms right there. Yep. So I am sorry, and you're welcome at the same time. Malia really, is just like, I hate you. I'm so tired. Okay. You're All right. Right.
1: It is we'll late. talk to
0: y'all next week. Have a good one. Adios, amigos, labonics, aloha. Bye. Bye. Bye.